Hello, ladies. Very exciting. Our third show. Hi, Kim. Hi, lovely. Hi, Sam. Hi, everyone. Hi, Caroline. Afternoon, all. Hi. It's great to be back together. So this is our third show. Welcome to anybody that's watching it. Um, this show, we um, this is almost a mask-free show, I think. We haven't got our masks on, but also <laughs> it's a great relief. Because uh, we now have to, don't we? We go everywhere now, I think. Oh, dear, dear, dear. So it's mask-free, but not just mask-free physically, but also the fact that we take off the mask. We're very real, quite raw and relevant. And as we all get more and more settled into this chat show, you're going to get to know us a lot more and our personalities are going to get more and more comfortable. But this has been quite a nerve-wracking experience for all of us to start this. So anyway, welcome to anybody that's watching it live. Um, we've got Kim is monitoring the chat, which is fantastic. And we do love it when you get involved in the chat because, you know, if we were really a chat show now on a television show, like, you know, if I'm channeling a bit of Loose Women here, we'd be having an audience in front of us and we'd be feeling your vibe. So I'm assuming there is some out there and it's it's lovely. Um, I see an ever-increased audience and we're getting beautiful feedback, aren't we, guys? It's amazing. Yeah. Now we want, we want people to talk to us and to share their stories too. So feel free, yeah. everyone. Yeah, we do. And and some of the chat coming at us is, do we have to be blonde? And of course, we don't have to be blonde. We can be any color. We can be bald. We can be male. Very diverse. And we want you all involved. And we're quite excited to. We're going to be releasing an application process soon about being a guest. And we've talked to a few people about that. Um, now I think I've just gone. Have I just gone? Can, can you still see me? Yeah, yeah no, you're there, Penny. You're still How here. You? Wait a minute. The screen's just suddenly changed on me. You can see me, can you? We can. Yes, we can see you. Anyway, something just jumped away. There's the love of tech. So today I'm very excited. Later on in the program, I'm going to be chatting to Sam Lindley in our This Is Me bit, which is where we're going to deep dive into each other. And um, I'm really excited about that. But before that... Um, we're going to share a little bit of sort of a message, something that maybe has been channeling through to us, something that maybe has been slapping us across the face or something, and, and um, share something. So, Kim, tell about your week, and have you had any messages from the gods this week? Yeah, so I guess I've had a fascinating week. Uh, I've met some amazing people, had some great conversations, but I think one of the things that's come across loud and clear is the need to be kind to ourselves as well as each other particularly anybody who's in a leadership position, because, you know, we've just come to the, we've just hit the six month mark, haven't we, on um, lockdown. Yeah. And for all leaders, they've had to lead themselves. They've had to be part of leading their family and they've had to be part of leading their people. And that's been tough. We all know how each of us has felt at some point during this lockdown around how we stay motivated, how we push ourselves through, through that wall. And I think there does have to be that, moment of self-care you can't pour from an empty cup and I think we have to find a way to reach out to everybody mm -hmm. and, and say you know find some self-help take some time to yourself it's not selfish to look after yourself because your people need you to be the best version of you and I think it's it's becoming such a critical topic and yeah. for us all I guess I don't know if that, that resonates with you yeah, it is. And it's, I mean, something I definitely have to learn in life. But when you're getting that message, is that a message that's coming loud and clear through to you yourself, Kim? Um, yes, I guess it's reminded me of times when you've had to deal with real conflict um, and the pressure that that gives you because you are trying to 
be there to support your people to to make sure that they are safe and looked after but you also mm. have to recognize that you are having to lead yourself through that and there's been moments where I've not been very good at it I'll be honest <laughs> I've um continued to want to support and share to other people and and provide that support but when you don't give yourself back you end up getting too flat and then you can't be any use to them and I think I was chatting this week to some some companies about the employee assistance programs so we've got some amazing employee assistance programs but they are all prevalated on the fact that the person who needs it is going to go and ask for the help and the challenge that you've got is the person who needs the help often doesn't know how to ask for help so there's even more uh, responsibility on leaders to be able to identify those early warning signs that something might be amiss and then go and find how they can hold the hand of that person and take them to the support because you know i read some worrying statistics that says that one in 6.8 people are now suffering from mental health challenges um which is just it's just devastating and you can see why um but as you know some of those will also be the leaders so they will be having those challenges they'll be feeling that loss that that uncertainty of where to go and yet they're still trying to give out support to other people so i think there's just something we've got to do to be able to help more yeah i think learning to look after yourself i was really slow to do that and i think you know parents out there listening to this who are trying to manage themselves it's just something you put yourself at the bottom of the pile but so i think that's a really good message i think it's vital that it's the old adage isn't it put oxygen mask on yourself before you can save others yeah sad i was i was really intrigued um obviously we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, your life and who you are and this is me um but what sort of what have you been noticing this week what what's sort of a big message that's coming through to you this week well um lots has been going it's been a really busy week i'm in the office today so i'm live streaming from uh cloud nine's hq in good old essex this afternoon um, it's funny, Kim, actually, because I've just had a coaching session and we've been talking exactly that subject um, with a leader about, you know, this is so new. Leaders have had to find skills that they've never had to find before to lead their team through this. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, I've just uh, actually today is the one year to the day that I started my sort of elite mastermind program and and I sent them a, a message earlier just saying how wonderful they are but also you know what a journey we've been on in the in the last 12 months and it's just been obviously one of up and down and it just shows you know what a great community that we have to build how strong we need other people right now because there's so many news every day is a, a, a new new isn't it but, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I think I read a great article that um, the wonderful Caroline actually was featured in on the Metro, um, which was about we've just hit that six month wall. And I think that's how it's seen now, isn't it? It's seen as a massive great wall that we've now got to climb and everybody is just feeling flat. So yeah. I think this week is all about, I'm all about energy. I get energy from others. And I think it's just about re-energizing all of us now in business. Um, you know, it's a war, but we can get over it. Yeah. And I know we were talking earlier in the week about how important it is that people still plan. Don't put everything on nights. You know, that important you were saying to me how, you know, don't put your life or your business 
on ice through this. You've got to keep planning and thinking about your strategy. Absolutely, yeah. We need to just keep continuing forward. You know, the minute we stop and just accept that, that that's that wall, the wall's too big, is the minute that we're going to shrink. So yeah. fight yeah. on, everyone. You know, it's, it, it's fine. We're going to get through this. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. And I'm glad you mentioned that. Fantastic. I shared that brilliant article you're featured in. I put it off into Facebook and LinkedIn, Caroline. I thought it was absolutely fantastic, that one about the wall. Yeah. And earlier in the week, we were talking about you know, nobody's a finished product and everybody is vulnerable to something that can just knock them sideways. And we were talking about managing our energy and, and everything like that earlier in the week. And I love the way you're supporting us all and talking to us about that. Do you want to share a bit about that, which is, I think, one of the messages you were getting? Yeah. Um, well, last week was a landmark birthday and it was also a new moon the Venus moon and that meant it that means we have to be a bit quieter for a while and then regather and then get our energy up and I think sometimes we push through things and we're not ready for that so I personally hit a wall of tiredness this week but I know what to do so what that is is I'm very you have to indulge yourself you have to know what your little pick-me-ups are during the day and relish them so my office is really set out to be a holistic place to work I have my candles yeah. <laughs> I have I have a diffuser to keep the air changing I have lovely lights I have uh, inspirational messages and things around my desk but you've got to know what gives you support and with you, as you said, you can't pour from an empty cup. I prefer to pour from a cup that overflows. So if that means incredible amounts of self-indulgence, come to me because that's what I encourage my 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 uh, clients to do. Because if you're happy, healthy, and I think happy sometimes is a is an energy force in itself. Because I wasn't feeling so energized, but I got myself into a happier place. I was able to do my marketing yesterday, write my newsletter keep focused because I had all my little treats to back me up. Some days are yeah. better than others. That's how it is. But you've got to know what helps me when I'm having a bad day. And that's what I ask my clients. What will really support you right now? Yeah. What, yeah, what you, want, you know? And you need yeah. to know because that's the well that you go to to draw your strength on. If you don't know what supports you, then you're kind of going to be running on empty. So find the things, whether it's a lovely coffee or, or taking time out for a proper lunch or a little walk outside. And there was a, a, um, a study by um, Leeds University but in West Australia that if you watch 30 minutes of cute cats and dogs <laughs> on YouTube, you lower your blood pressure and stress levels. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so just in doubt, if you're feeling a bit flat and a bit overwhelmed, go on YouTube and look at cute cats and cute dogs. You're going to feel better. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not stupid to look after yourself it's not uh, wasting time and energy it's an essential investment in you and your business to to make sure you're running as best as you can and some days are better than others but it's knowing what to do on the days when the battery's flat yeah yeah i remember that first lunch you and i had about 18 months ago so special i loved it in that italian restaurant and we were oh, talking yeah. about happiness and it really stayed with me. And I've sort of quoted you and passed that message on to other people about you said, you know, really notice those moments of happiness as well. And you said to me, you know, I really noticed my first cup of tea is my happy moment, then my coffee. And that has really stayed with me. I love that. It's such a brilliant, 
brilliant sort of concept of just noticing all that. And actually, when you notice them the other days, it's quite phenomenal how many happy moments there are, aren't there? Yeah, it's mini mindfulness, mini mindfulness. So I've got a beautiful pen for my birthday. Taking a mindful moment, so love this pen. So when I'm taking notes, it becomes a nice little mini ritual. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so, so my big <laughs> this week, and when I sort of came, when I sort of noticed it, it was because I had been asked to speak on a, a webinar to a, a company who are called Sheer Edge. They asked, they want to try and help people pivot to doing virtual events. They're an event company. They help people put in events and they want to help people pivot. Um, jo Faraday is her name. She's super. And, you know, there's so many event people that have put their life on hold, but they're fearing technology and they're not knowing you know, how do I now change my business? So I did a, a, a sort of a keynote at the beginning of this event where after me, it was more about skills, about how do you put on events? Um, and so the big theme for me was, you know, how do you cope with change and constantly pivot? And I've certainly had to do that a lot in my life. And then yesterday morning, I had yet another shock, knocked me sideways about a bit of a pivot that Thomas and I've got to do again. So I think, I think there's something about... Um, my son Ross is reading an amazing book called Life in Transition or Life is in the Transition. He talks about there's um, every 18 months we have some transitional moment, whether it's economic, financial, um, love, family, whether it's under our control, not under our control. And I think the reality is I've I had a belief system that said I didn't like change. And I've had to I've had to really change that belief system because I think I've realized change is the norm now. Yeah. And so I, I've got this mantra and I'm almost building it into my mindfulness of how much I love change. I love change. I get really bored if there's not change. So that's my big message is start learning to love change. Because you've got a belief system that tells you you don't, you're going to be in trouble, aren't you? It's not, it's not a world to say I need things to stay the same. So um, that's, that's us four talking about our big messages, which is absolutely brilliant. I hope, um, I'm sure lots of people will resonate with them. Is there anything coming through on chat yet, Kim? Nothing yet, uh, but hopefully Nothing people will yet. join in soon and share what, what they've they been what's been working for them. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And I think it's about sometimes you have to listen to what is this message. I'm not trying to be too tree huggy, or, but sometimes we are messages, aren't we? And they're, you know, we can either pass them on or ignore them or do whatever we want with them. So, can, so now can, I just wanted yeah. to say, Penny, last thing. One of the most challenging questions I can ask a client is, what do you want? Yeah. It's quite, and, and unless you know what you want and what you need, then you can't support yourself. So I just put that out to everyone. Ask yourself this, what do I want right now? What would help me and what do I need? And then you've got some tools to work with. Sorry, just wanted to add that. Yeah, no, I do like that. I do like that because actually when you've got that, it's amazing, again, the things you notice that are taking you in that direction, um, you know, once you know. But there's a lot of people that have that out, you know, really designed what they want. But I think it's a good message. So yeah. we, we're now, we now want to, so week three, we thought we'd deep dive before we have some guests on board is let's all be a bit open about our own lives. And, I, and I'm really excited because... This week, we're going to talk to Sam about her life and business. Um, now, Sam is a really experienced and incredibly passionate business coach and delivers all of this love of helping small business through masterminds and also one-to-one -one coaching. 
uh, and it's based in Essex. And I first got to know Sam because we worked in a, a mastermind group together. And I just, do you know what I loved is the way you embrace the concept of mastermind, whether you are one of the delegate, you know, the people in it or whether you're leading it, you really understand it. And that came through so clearly. Um, you're obviously someone that's constantly got that growth mindset. Um, so we've got really close over the last 12 months, uh, all four of us, and, and it's been absolutely fantastic. I said to Sam, when we all said, let's ask Sam what to do this, she said, oh, my story is that I don't have a story. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> because everybody's got a story. But I think sometimes, you know, different stories emerge in our lives at different times. Um, so, Sam, we're going to find your story today because you, I, we all love you and adore you and know your passion. I want to start off with Sam. Tell us a little, tell us a typical day in the life of Sam from when you wake up and hear one of your children in the morning and through to, wow. through to going to bed. Wow. Okay. So I, I always talk to my clients about wearing different hats and how effective um, it, we are if, if we only wear one hat at a time. But I mean, as business owners, whether you're male or female, we know that that's not realistic, right? We're, we're wearing and spinning lots of different hats. But yeah. um, I suppose, yeah, from when I wake up, my, my main hat is a mum to my almost 16-year-old Ted um, and my little Finn, who's eight. Um, so, yeah, very different sort of skill sets to get both of those up and ready for school. Uh, one is keener than the other. Uh, no prizes for guessing which one that is. Um, and then, generally speaking, I make my way here uh, to the office in Colchester, which is where I'm based. And yeah, that's where I do most of the work that I do, which is one-to-one -one coaching and also mastermind facilitating. So I go and transition in the car from being super mum, she says, to her own <laughs> wishes, um, to coach and, and all things business, which is, yeah, I suppose they're both my, my loves of life. Yeah, and your, you know, what really struck me early on when we got to know each other, your own disciplines around your business and how you treat your business. You know, you are, you do walk your talk, which I think is so important because your the way you support your clients isn't academic. It's, it's really are what you're implementing all the time and how you're feeling about business and what you're learning about business and keeping it relevant, which is really fantastic. So this is an interesting question I'm going to ask you now because I'm actually thinking, how would I handle it if somebody asked me? Oh, would, you call your, would you call yourself ambitious? Oh, um, yes, yes, I would. Uh, yeah, I think... Um, I think if I'm honest, I have been uh, ever since I was little, I had so many ambitions and they were always really high. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't ambitious. And so when, you know, when Caroline said earlier about knowing what you want, you have a, quite a clear vision of what you want. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I have ever since I was um, little. It's funny because um, now having a 16 year old who's having to make choices into his future, and has absolutely no idea what he wants to do, which is fine. Um, but I find that quite tough because when I was his age, I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to work for Barclays Bank, and that was it. Be HSBC. It couldn't be Abbey National, as it was at the time. It had to be Barclays. I wanted to wear that blue uniform. I don't know what it was. Um, <laughs> to me, that. 
It sounds what, sorry? Pervy. Pervy. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But that's, yeah, that was my ambition. It was very, very clear right from when I was like 12. I wanted to work for Barclays Bank and that was my first job. So I'd be lying if I said I wasn't. And what's sort of driven that ambition in life? What drives you, do you think? I think what drives me is legacy. I think since being a mum, I think that's become my main driver is a legacy. I want I want my two boys and my family to, I don't know, to, to be proud of what mum's building, to, to recognise what mum's doing and, and the help that she gives to others. And I want that you know that that real entrepreneur spirit but more importantly that that drive for doing something that makes you happy to be recognized by my two boys yeah yeah i think that's beautiful so when you're working with your clients what's the impact you're really wanting to have on them what is it where are you trying to take them to well i think it's probably based on um my biggest value which is making a difference so I, I was funny because I was talking about motivating earlier with a client um, and I was giving him an example of you know, what really drives and motivates me is the feeling and energy that I have when I'm working with a client on a one-to-one -one basis especially, but also in a group environment. But when they leave or when I'm on my own, I, I am on literally, excuse the pun guys, but cloud nine because I have fed all of their energy and, and I am on fire from the fact that I have had just a little bit of impact in somebody's business. If I've just helped clear a little bit of fog or given them a solution or helped with a challenge, then that's what fires me up. That's what keeps me going and that's what that's what I want to impact with others. Yeah, that is so lovely. It's really interesting when you ask people that because a lot of people don't really know that why and that feeling. Some mm. people will answer, well, you know, because I'm wanting to get my business to be a two million pound business and they're focused on that. But yeah, you know, that's, you know, it's, that's not entering your mind. It's about it's very client focused. What sort of clients love to support? Well, I always say that I work with the person behind the brand because for me, it's about the personality. So I don't care what business they're in, what trade they're in, how big the business is as such. It's about the personality, the person. Mm. Again, if I get real energy from that person, then I'm in love with supporting them. But it's yeah. about somebody you mentioned having a growth mindset. So I really want to work with somebody that wants to work on themselves and wants me to help them work on themselves. Because if we work on them, the business is going to get stronger, the team's going to get stronger, and the money will come. Yeah, I want yeah. to work with, with real passionate SMEs that want growth, um, but want it from up here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really nice, really nice. So here's my last question, and this is coming in with a this is a big punchy question. This one, but Gosh. you know we're real, we're real, real and raw, aren't we all? So go none on. Of us, none of us, feel, <laughs> none of us feel like the uh, the finished product. God forbid, I don't ever want to feel like a finished product. No. <laughs> um, do you have any belief systems that you feel you've got to work on, uh, hold you back, or anything? Wow, that is a punch. Um, yeah, obviously, I do. Um, I think humility holds me back a lot. Um, I'm a really humble person. I don't shout about, you know, what I do enough um, from a marketing perspective. That definitely does hold me back. I 100% suffer with the imposter and the self-doubt. You know, every other day, probably one of those creeps into my mind. 
am I good enough? Um, and on all those hats that I mentioned earlier, you know, am I a good enough mum? Am I a good enough coach? Are my masterminds really driving themselves forward in the way that I want them to? The legacy that I talk about, you know, that that is such a strong pull for me. It can also hold me back because it's something that I think about all the time. Am I doing enough? Am I doing enough to build that legacy, to be that person that I want to be? Yeah, but I think that's that's a great one because if we actually did say to ourselves, I've done enough, well, we're certainly not entrepreneurs, are we? No, that's, that's No, um, no, that's right. So I, I think you can have that one. I think that's quite a good one. I mean, guys, do you, do you ever feel you've done enough? Never, ever. You never come to the end. And, and you know, you should never feel that a cheat, um, being ambitious is a bad thing. Some people will make you feel that ambition is somehow some horrible drive that you've got mm. for something that you can never get. No, it's a real energy force. It means a love of life. It means a love of the next thing. It's, so what if you're chasing butterflies? What else are you going to do? Sit down forever? Yeah. Let's be ambitious. Let's, let's want more. I think it's fantastic. I think it comes from, for me anyway, I was, I remember going for a promotion when I was in my teens in the bank and um, an older lady come up to me very quietly in the, in the staff canteen and said, oh, Sam, I know you've gone for that promotion, but do you think you should step aside and let somebody else have it? You've only been here six months. And I think I, that has stayed with me. I mean, that happened about 20 years ago, but that has stayed with me, you know, like, is it mine? Is it really mine? Yeah, I know. That's really interesting you know that, though. So mm. I, was a, I would say big clap to the, yeah, I love that. Uh, no, great. This is me. <laughs> this is me. This oh, was... I know, I'm dreading it if we do it to me, so I'm quite happy giving it out. But no. <laughs> I it's love coming that. round, Jenny. It's coming round. Just under four minutes left. God, this show goes so fast. So let's go round. Kim, what's your tips that you'd like to pass to everybody this week? Um, so my tip is to spend some time every day just congratulating yourself on what you have done. I think we oh too quick to focus on what's left to be done and we need to be able to recharge so thanking yourself for what you have achieved is a great way of doing that yeah brilliant love that and sam i think i'm going to go back to the wall you know for me that's a really profound thing that's happening in the mindset this week you know that wall is not too big for you you know however big it seems it's not bigger than you yeah nice love that and Caroline, I would say find your bliss. Well, I would, wouldn't I? <laughs> That's what I do. Find your bliss because that will be your motor fuel. You can, you can yeah. be really health, healthy, but if you're not happy, you're not going to like doing what you do each day. If you're happy, that's going to pull you through even the days when you're feeling a bit flat and a bit low energy. So find your bliss and add it into your day. You'll find that gives you the fuel to keep going. Yeah, nice. I like that. Nice. And I think I would finish with, and, you know, going back to that theme of when I said about, you know, we've got to all pivot and cope with change. You know, don't fear asking people for help and getting more knowledge. You know, particularly we're more and more moving on to the online world. I mean, it's I think the first shift where we went into lockdown and we all thought, oh, we'll be out by the summer and then oh, we'll be out by September. And now we're sort of saying we'll be out by Christmas. The reality is all of our businesses from have got to start embracing 
um, serving clients, communicating online, knowing how to generate our leads online, running events online. People are getting used to this now. But I'll also want to add to that is that I was able to run my first offline event since March, last Friday, um, where our, our mastermind group came together. And, you know, hotels and venues still want business events. You can have up to 15 people. Yeah. Um, and as Carol Ann has proved to us all, we can still go out and meet and network and have one-to-ones. <laughs> so don't lock yourself away. You know, we can still have an offline world as well. Um, and so we must make that happen and connect in that way. And I know we're all looking forward to our next lunch that we're going to have together. And uh, and I've got to do it myself. I've got to get out there a bit more often and meet clients again offline. Um, so I'd love to say that. So finally, if you, any last words, guys, as we go into our last minute. I just want to know from Caroline, how many restaurants are you up to now? It's over 40. <laughs> Oh, I'm over five. I'm five a week. So, Rishi Sunak, you owe me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think you, you really inspire me. You really are. Get out there. And I'm not surprised you were a bit tired after your big birthday week, but you kept going. Still going. It's still going. Out tomorrow, out Sunday, all next week. Come Good on. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. So, Thanks for anybody that's watched us live. Thanks for anybody that's watching us back. Thank you for all that are sharing this. Listen, we want you involved. And um, at the moment, if you would like to be a guest, what's the email address they email, Kim? So it's hello at businessblondes.tv. Yeah, and we'll be keeping in touch with you all. And lots of love, everyone. See you next Thursday, one o'clock.